All rise. You're the kind of dad and you are presiding on the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. And this is the podcast for you. We are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. We are called Bad to the Dad. It's a little podcast that we do pretty much every week when we're in season. Pretty much every week. Pretty much every week. That voice that you heard is the high-pitched Coach Randy. You'll hear the lower-pitched Coach Randy in just a bit. (laughs) This is the voice that I have, and my name is Adam D., and we welcome you, the listener, to another episode, again, of the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life, where we talk to dads of all different creeds, shapes, sizes, professions, and stages Stages. in their dad careers. Dad life. The dad life. In fact, today we've got a very young dad in Jordan Kaplan, who's not just any young dad. Jordan Kaplan is almost like family to to Coach Randy. I don't know if, if, if he shaped your life or you shaped his life. I know you were a coach, mentor, and advisor to him, but... I know you had some really, really special memories with him, and we're looking forward to, to hearing some of those memories. i, I got to get some dirt on you from him. <laughs> well, he's got some dirt. I mean, he's definitely got some dirt. The hard part is, is I knew him when he was 15, 16 years. I think he was 15, 16 years old. Uh, so that was like almost the, the precursor to Coach Randy um, that I kind of came into my own as Coach Randy uh, right as uh, I met him. But uh, it's great because we had a last-minute cancellation. Sometimes it happens with our show. Yeah, and uh, it's amazing that he said, "Sure, he'll um, do it." I, I'm a little nervous. I have no idea what he's going to talk about, but mm-hmm. I. Uh, um, well, I'm I, I would be nervous because I'm going to ask him some questions. Um, but I think now he has facial hair. I think he has facial hair now. Oh yeah, and he's much older. He's married, and he has a young child. A young child, uh, seventeen I think it's a months. Da- I think it's, it's a daughter. Uh, yes, a daughter, yeah, a little girl, um, mm-hmm. uh, little girl. And so it'll be weird to kind of see him of where he was as fifteen to where he is mm-hmm. now as a all grown up man. I do want to make that programming note because we teased it in the last episode. Uh, Hassan Munford, who is a motivational speaker, does amazing, amazing things with kids in the inner city. Unfortunately, he had a death in the family, and Bad to the Dad does pass on its condolences to Hassan and his family, and we're looking forward to getting him back on. He's uh, he, he was bummed that he couldn't come on. He's very anxious to come on, so we'll have him on at the end of March or the beginning of April. Bad to the Dad, by the way, can be found on social media. Our Instagram account is at Bad to the Dad. Our Facebook account is forward slash Bad to the Dad, and we do have a website, which is badtothedad.com, and it also comes with a lovely little email Email. Now it does. Contact us at badtothedad.com. That's contact us at badtothedad.com. Uh, and we also want to thank our um, sponsors. Sponsors and partners. Right? How, about, how about Becky Berman? Little <laughs> Becky Berman. Yeah, right? we, love, we love Becky. And her information can be found at bermancs.com. Bermancs.com. Yep. Marketing, digital marketing, websites, and of course, graphic design. You may have noticed a little uh, skull with pipe and hat and yes, spectacles. That absolutely. is Bone Daddy. That's all Becky Berman. Mm-hmm. We gave her a few little keywords and lickety split. She came back with a logo that looks almost like a, a bourbon label. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's got talent. She's got game. You know, and uh, of course, we partner with Tap Into It. Tap Into.net. Yes. Tap Into.net, which is the digital local news network. So thank you, Jessica and Danielle, for allowing us to appear on the Tap Into.net network. If you live in northern or central Jersey, visit Tap Into.net. 
hit the drop down, you'll probably find your town somewhere in that menu and you'll see the best of local news, up-to-date local news, and a lot of that news is provided by your fellow citizens. So tap into.net. Thank you for allowing us a platform. And it sounds do like what we do. Sounds like your cold is almost uh, over. It's almost there. We're at the very, very test. Me it's too. Lingering. Oh Everyone my I talk to has just, this. It's nuts. It doesn't. It doesn't let go. It holds on to your kishkas, and it just. It's like it's like uh, like you're riding a bull. Like you're the bull, and it just yeah, won't let go. At some point, you just you just got to go back to work. You got to be involved in life. You got to record your podcast and. There are some parts of the day you don't even think about it, and there's other parts of the day where it, it reminds you, yeah. hoo hoo, I'm still here. So Time for another haul. Smacking your head, and so the reason why, uh, you know, I talk about that is we got some uh, we got some fan mail this week. Oh, we did from contact oh. us at bad to the dad. All right, well, uh, hit us up. Well, the reason why is this one, uh, some uh, one of our listeners named Hector. 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 Okay. Hello, Hector. Hector. Thank you so much. It says, dear coach Randy Adam D. You both had colds this past week. What meds are you on? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what meds are you on, Coach? So, what's your so I, What's your med of choice? What I like to do, I usually do Sudafed and some cough syrup. Yeah, uh, I will try a Dayquil uh-huh. um, every now and then, or like one Nyquil pill at night. Uh, but I'm usually a Sudafed cough syrup guy. All right, so I'm I'm kind of an old fashioned guy. Yeah. I'll start with this. All right, try this old old fashioned right. remedy. Yeah, um, shot of bourbon. Ooh, because I feel like the alcohol kills that bacteria in the back of your throat. <laughs> yes, and then go to what I call the Schwitz. The Schwitz is a steam room. Okay. So I know a lot of local gyms in this area yeah. do have a steam room. Yeah. You, you really sweat the sucker out. Yeah. And some of these have just such an oppressive steam. You blow out some snot rockets? Yeah, they, well, that's it. The, the, the cold just has nowhere to hide. Yes, you just it, it just it out. has to be exhumed from yes. your body. Yes. And if that doesn't work, yeah, there's always NyQuil. NyQuil. I feel like you know you need that that rest. Yes. They, and, they've and got NyQuil some gizmos. Have you seen this gizmo uh, where it looks like it's a, a genie lamp? And you're supposed to put like some hot water in it. You're supposed to pour it on one side of your nose. I'm not doing that. Into the nostril and have it kind of slowly groove out the other side. Yeah. Like it's some kind of. Supposed to go through your your sinus canals. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not putting anything (laughs) up there. Ridiculous. And uh, of course, not only was it a one email week, we had two mail books. Hey. Uh, And this one's from Dougie. Hey, Dougie. Uh, It's from Dougie Dougie Fresh. Fresh. Oh, Fresh Goo. Yeah. Well, you can can tell when we grew up. Yes. uh, So, dear coach. And Adam D. Ah, who was your favorite TV dad? Wow. I feel like all my favorite TV dads are in jail now. <laughs> I was just going to say, you got to be careful who you yeah, say. Yeah, you know, I, I really liked uh, Mike Seaver yeah. from Growing Pains. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, every time I say Growing Pains, yeah. I can't help but go, show me that smile again. <laughs> and then break up into four-part yes, harmony. Yes, No. Uh, you know, of course, when you say that, everybody's favorite dad growing up was... Uh, was Bill Cosby. Uh, that wasn't mine, but you yeah. know, as, as you, it made that comment. Actually, I have a favorite dad now on a show that I watch. What's that? Jack on This Is Us. Oh, okay. So you're... you're I mean, that, that is... That is uh, you know, so growing up, I, you know, I, I, I want to avoid, you know, maybe maybe uh, Brady, you know, the Brady Bunch, uh-huh. Michael Brady. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the... Uh, but for me, it's Jack right now. That or, that or Randall. As a dad, on yeah. This is oh, Us. I, yeah, I know that character. Yeah, so I, I love, I love the show. This is us, but you know, I there's something about Jack and the kind of relationship with his kids, and he was always kind of there. And uh, of course, I don't want to be Jack, you know, dying in a in a fire in the house. No, never, never. Oh, never. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Whoops. Um, but Those certainly about to binge. It's, it's uh, been spoiled. But certainly, um, that would be the dad. I would yeah, go with. you know, it's funny uh, on on TV. You have a lot of dysfunctional families. Yes, and. 
non-traditional about family guy characters <laughs> well i thought you might go with, yeah. with that peter right yeah but um you know there are father figures who do more dad work than than most typical yes. dads like um this is going to be a very uh unusual choice but david harbour's character hopper oh yeah stranger things stranger things yeah who is essentially raising yes. 11 yes right the millie yeah. bobby brown character yes the, yes uh, you know, the one with all the psychokinetic oh, powers. Yes, yes. But he's got really tender dad qualities, yeah. and he's uh, also a tough guy, too. He's very protective, but I think he really enjoys being an adoptive dad of this you know, very unusual, unusual kid. That's the mailbag. Well, hey, thank, thank you, Hector you so much. and Dougie. Hector and Dougie. Any runs dadded in this week, Coach? Uh, always have some. Um, always have some runs dadded in. It was just, fortunately, Bree's recovering from her surgery. Thank goodness. Uh, and that's been the biggest focus of our week is uh, making sure that... Uh, uh, she's back up and about, and uh, surgery went well, and uh, my daughter's working, uh, my son's coaching his base, my, coach, my son called me a couple days ago asking coaching advice on how to be a better coach to 9 to 11 year olds, and I basically said you have to lower the bar, just just lower that bar, mm-hmm. just be happy and get them to throw and catch and maybe run a little bit and uh, swing a bat, that you really need to lower those expectations, and you'll be fine. Very cool. You know? Very and cool. then Mikhail, of course, is going through things. So I had a, I would have a four RBI runs dead in a week. Four RDI. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had, uh, I had a couple of good RDIs. Yeah. You know, one one was uh, with my son, and the other was, uh, you know, something I, I had to deal with. Yeah. So uh, Aiden has really gotten into words. I yeah. think he's reading a few more books, or at least yeah. finding, you know, more choice words on, on the internet, or yes. hearing them on YouTube. So we decided to play Scrabble together. First time I've ever played Scrabble. All right. Okay. He beat me. Wow. I'm not ashamed to say it. He beat me. Yeah. Okay. Because he opened up with a triple word score, which you'll appreciate. Groins. <laughs> groins. Not groin. Uh, groins. Plural. Groins. groins. Just had to stick that extra uh, S, S on there. there. Groins. All right. And then, you know, I, I got like two. Are many. there groins? Oh, there's multiple groins. There's, there's, if there's, there's multiple people, there's there's multiple groins. Oh, okay. I guess I, in that regard, yeah. yes. So, unfortunately, the letters I pick are a lot of E's and I's. Yes. So, unfortunately, I is not a word. It's just not a word. So, I, I, I opened up weak, mm-hmm. and he just kept piling it on. What was his next word? Turds. <laughs> so, you got groins and turds. You can't beat that. Well, I always say in Scrabble, sometimes you pick the letters, and sometimes the letters... <laughs> Pick you. Pick you. And uh, they, they knew who was playing. So, yeah. So, good for you, Aiden. So, Aiden, Aiden. give it to your Aiden, dad. Aiden's a Scrabble <laughs> champ. Uh, I think uh, he will probably win any fraternity party Scrabble tournament. He's got a future ahead of him. And then I had uh, an eye doctor appointment, my annual eye doctor appointment. Yes. And yeah. I don't know if you've been to the eye doctor in some yes. time. You, you don't have to get your eyes dilated with the drops anymore. Not anymore. Thank now goodness. they have this machine where you pay $35. It, it does take a picture of your eye, mm-hmm. and they can see inside the eyeball, uh, inside the eyeball mm-hmm. right, um, without you know any, any discomfort. You don't yeah. have to sit in the waiting room for a half it's an like, hour with your eyes like uh, yeah. you know, giant chocolate chip yeah. cookies. Yeah. But the thing is, for my right eye, yeah. it, it, it didn't take. Like, they had to take three pictures, and you put your eye slammed up against right, this machine. Think, and you, you, and they open up really open bright. Open up yeah. really bright, and they say... You may notice, you may notice... Some discomfort. You may notice a uh, a big green burst, like a big green flash. Uh-huh. Okay? So they took it one time. Poof. Poof. All right. I feel like I got punched in the eye. Oh, I'm sorry it didn't take... Can you open up your eye a little bit more? Okay. I'm opening as far as it's going to go. Yeah, for those of you on radio, on the uh, Adam's like pushing his eye open. My lid like is halfway through my forehead. Yes. Okay. Try it again. Poof. 
So, yeah, it looks like it didn't take again. How about one more time? Okay, I... Uh, <laughs> Can you give me one of this places? I'm losing depth perception now. Uh, wait a minute. Okay, now I'm pushing your head. Now she's slamming my head, shifting my head. I'm like a bobblehead doll. Yeah, into, a, into the bulb. Look at this flash. So finally they got it. Yes. Then she takes me into another room. You can yes. never do any of this in one room. Yes. There's like three or four different yeah, rooms. Yeah. And she sits me in the chair. Uh -huh. I'm seeing spots. She goes, cover your left eye. Give me the last line you can read. I said, are you kidding me? I can't read anything. I green. <laughs> All I can remember is this green flag. Let me see. F, U, yeah. C. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's understandable. Yeah. yeah, it's understandable. But I don't want you to give me uh, a, a thicker prescription yeah. now yes. just because I couldn't read the last line yes. because I'm just seeing green that's spots. Nice. So well. that was my visit to the eye doctor. Thank you for sharing. That was very enjoyable. We're bad to the dead. We are bad to the dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. We're on social media because everyone's on social media, so we feel we have to be. Our Instagram handle is at bad to the dad, Facebook forward slash Bad to the Dad, and our website is badtothedad.com, where you can see who's going to be on the show in the coming weeks, and you can also see pictures of Coach Randy and me, Adam D., with our guests, including this week's guest, and his name is Jordan Kaplan. Jordan, we are thrilled Welcome. that you're able to make it to the dead tonight. Y'all grown up. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. All right, so we've got to provide a little bit of background yes. here. Okay, so, you know, we brought Jordan on, not even so much to learn about Jordan. This is kind of like a this is your life yes. sort of special. Yes. I just yes. want some some good dirt on Randy. Now, yeah. Jordan, you have a history with Coach Randy. You you go back a ways, even though you're, you're a pretty young guy. Yeah. What What's the history here? So, I was a, it might have been my junior year of high school. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. I was very active in our local B'nai B'rith uh, youth chapter. And we were looking for a new advisor. A friend of mine said, hey, I know this great guy. He's with another youth group, but I'm pretty sure we can steal him from there. <laughs> and uh, he put me in touch with Randy. Randy, myself, and our regional director of was, the uh, was Michelle? Who was it? It was um, Judy. Judy, that's right. Judy, Judy. Youngman. Yeah, she's, Judy still, Youngman. she's still the regional director. No kidding. <laughs> she's a wonderful person. Yes, she is. Um, we met with Randy. I think it was at a, a Bennigan's. Yes, it was a Bennigan's, which, which is no longer which, there. Which was recently knocked down. <laughs> yeah. And... It just clicked that day. I, I so when when you sit down and talk to Randy, even for two seconds, you know he's a guy you can rely on, you can trust. We just had an incredible chemistry right away, and he came back to our chapter, and it took off from there. Uh, we went from having thirteen people in the chapter to I think within a year it was up to like sixty or seventy. Wow! We ran wow. amazing programs. You did that. Well. We had the support of Randy, yeah. and at the same time, Randy was was going through a career change of his own, mm -hmm. uh, and he was starting his his life coaching business. So it was actually in because I was working with Randy so closely in B'nai B'rith. It was actually in this basement that I would work with Randy on coaching teams. In the in, the, in before it was the dead. Before, before it, it was, was the, the dead, where we're sitting today. Yeah, back. Wow, then. correct. Well, we were on the other side, but that's where we had the all wood paneling. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this used to be. This area used to be like a. Uh, unfinished, you know, cement floor uh, storage place. But over there, it was, it was the, raw and gritty. Yes, and now it's it's become a destination for for dad guests, for dad guests all, all throughout New Jersey, all over the world. Wow. Yes. So, so what kind of what kind of mentoring, what kind of advisement did Coach Randy give you that 
you still feel was so valuable today that you, you came out in the rain at the last minute to record this podcast. First, by the way, thank you so much, Jordan. Of course, of course. Um, I, as I said before, I'd do anything for Randy. Yeah. Um, it's That's not the as... first time I've ever heard that, Coach. i got to tell you. It's, it's, it's... You don't really hear that a lot about you, but it's, it's nice to hear yeah. time to time. Yeah. With Randy, it's not about a single piece of advice. It wasn't about one thing that he told me that I would bring with me for the rest of my life. It's really more of the idea of how to carry yourself, mm-hmm. how to interact with people. And as a, as a junior and senior in high school, thinking that I was an adult and now realizing that I was absolutely not an adult, <laughs> Randy was one of the first people to talk to me like I'm an adult, to actually think about what I'm saying, to internalize what I'm saying, and to give me a real adult response. So as a, as a 17 and 18 year old, it's very important to know that there's someone out there who's going to listen to you and to take you seriously. And Randy was one of the very first people, other than my parents, who have always been incredibly mm-hmm. supportive, but Randy was one of the first people to take me seriously as an adult, to know that my voice was being heard. And it, it, as a teenager, it gave you so much confidence. And just with that alone, it allows you to to really open up your mind and feel free to express yourself and to be comfortable with who you are. He, he, what a great commercial! I was gonna say you had him fooled, Coach. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Fade to black. All right, well, listen, he, he, he's, he's blushing now, and I'm sure he's he's super flattered. What's this been, is what? Fifteen years. This is just years. What, this is just what Coach needed. No. All right, now now let's hear some stories. Okay. Yeah, let's no, hear about I some mean, of the trouble uh, he may have gotten you into. So uh, it's true. Jordan and I connected <clears throat> right away, and there's certain kids and teams you meet. Yeah. Um, and Jordan has been one for the age. I got a few of them. I have another one who is. Uh, who's in South Korea right now, who's a uh, captain, a Captain Kaplan. Uh, he's a doctor. Um, first name is Rafe. Rafe, yeah. yeah. Ra- yeah. Rafe and I happened to go on a, a thing with our synagogue for each other. He's another guy yes. who I clicked with right away. Yeah. Wonderful person. I haven't yeah. spoken to him in years, but yes. he, he was... He's a doctor now. Is he really? He's stationed in South Korea. I actually... Uh, oh, he's in the, he's in the military. Yeah, he's in the yeah. military. Okay, captain fine. Kaplan. Uh, and uh, so uh, there's, a, there's a few that have been a part of my life, and Jordan is one of them. Uh, and way before there were there were podcasts and Jordan Jordan I got just real quickly Jordan I remember when I was uh, the advisor and we were talking game he asked me if I manscaped <laughs> mm, okay <laughs> yep. now I will tell you at the time I had no idea what he was talking about and he asked you this he asked me if I was the kind of person you, you I manscaped didn't, you didn't coach I need, him on manscaping. I need to preface this by saying. It did come up naturally in conversation. It was not a curiosity of mine. It was a part of ongoing whatever conversation. Whatever it was. I wonder how manscaping <laughs> worms its way into conversation. Yeah, whatever it was. I don't remember what it was. But just like, because whatever it was, it came up. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I never thought about putting any kind of clippers Sharp or object anywhere that, near yeah. my, my midsection uh-huh. uh, in that or, kind of or regard. south of the midsection. And I thought that, you know, I was all natural. I was like, let it go. I and mean, just uh-huh. be natural and... Get the throw yeah, out said there. enough, yeah. No, uh-huh. I just want to get, get the it. image out there. Yeah. You know, I have to say this. Since I know that my friends and family are going to be listening to this, <laughs> it was also Brad Stileman and Mike Spies oh, yes! oh, yes! who were involved in the conversation. <laughs> it was not just me asking yes, those yes, questions. Yes, no, it was Stileman. Oh, my gosh. What's he doing now? Uh, Brad was on Jeopardy recently. No kidding. Yeah, he did a great job, although he missed a question with Rory McElroy, and I hope he remembers that. Yes. Um, It'll haunt him for days, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I hope it haunts him for much longer than that, yeah. but he did a wonderful I job remember, on Jeopardy. I remember doing stuff at his house, uh, so shout out to him, and of course, Spiesback. Spiesback is uh, living in Colorado. They are both married to wonderful women, uh, and and they are living life. They're doing really great. So, I mean, when you work with teens, they want to get to know you and ask questions and I don't know where it came up, and so uh, that's when I first learned about the idea of manscaping, and yeah. I, I found it very intriguing. I, I also did exercise with them, 
where we did things like about passing notes back and oh, forth. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say an exercise about <laughs> yeah. landscaping. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, no, you as an advisor no, of young boys, no, no, this is going be, into territory that, that, that yes, is a no, little no, bit no. dangerous. No, and I remember talking about passing notes. Yeah. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what do you mean passing notes? We don't pass notes. Because back then, it was the beginning, the liftoff of texting. Yep. Oh, okay. And the kind of phones were the flip phones. And these kids... T9. Could, could, yeah, could sit back on their back and text something, chew gum, and talk to you. And they were unbelievably talented. That's very impressive, given that those flip phones, yeah. you had to hit a key like three times, three times. in order to get and the right was, character. I was, oh, yeah. I was in awe. And I, little did I know what was going to take off after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, it was very... These guys kept me young. Um, kept me young. And yeah, I knew you, through, knew you through college. But the um, funny the funny thing about uh, that is I'm now hitting that area of my life where I'm learning things from young kids. For example, TikTok. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah, I'm learning I'm just, that from my daughter. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm just learning now what that is. But uh, So apparently it's a cycle that continues forever. Yes. No, it doesn't. So you're at Muhlenberg, right? Uh, no, Lafayette. Well, Lafayette, Lafayette. One of the schools down. Uh, I remember we came down to visit. You know, that was yeah. thing that I remember uh, Spiesbeck went out. Uh, and no one ever... You were always Jordan. Yeah. But Stylman was Stylman. Spiesbeck. We referred to his last names. Uh, some really special, amazing. I kids. feel like this is a reality version of American Pie. Well, <laughs> we have people listening who don't know from Spiesback. Yes, I don't know from Rafe. Yes, right. But we're talking about them as if yeah, well, they're, they're, they're characters. No, there's in TV people show. changing the world. These are people changing the world, and part of it is now I'm now placed in my life where the the kids, the teens, are now adults mm-hmm. and uh, fathers and, and dads. And well, that's what, you know, that's what brings us brings Jordan here. Uh, but there was another story. Uh, before we talk about yes. uh, what you do is, uh, before there were podcasts, I did host my own radio show. Yeah, uh, it was I don't know, it was a co- I remember it was a Coach Randy show, whatever it was, and we used to record in New York City, and I convinced Jordan and Spiesback to come in with me for the show for the radio show. Wow. we'll post some pictures of the uh, of the two of them when they were. Uh, uh, well, you need to post a side by side with what I look like now yes. because well, you got yeah. man hair and you got face all over the place. Yeah. And you're, back then you're a puppy. Um, well, you're 15 or 16 though, right? Maybe Something 17. Something like that. Right? A, a very embarrassing age. And so, uh, you always take the, you know, the Jewish kids, you gotta give them something to eat. And oh, so yeah. we got there early enough and there was this pizza place right next door. And well, you tell yep. the story much better than I do. Uh, for, for those who are listening and know Spiesback, you know, he's a wild and crazy guy, or at least was. He was funny. Uh, he probably still is. He is, he is. Uh, but he decided that the warmth of the pizza during which I assume was a cold day would feel good close to his body. He, of course, decided to choose an area of his body just below the belt, just above the knees, mm-hmm. and decided that, you know what, that was probably the smartest place to place the pizza. So this wasn't an accident. No, it was... He didn't drop it. Well, in his he okay. he I'll eventually he eventually did drop the pizza uh-huh. all over his crotch. Just had to be funny. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was on purpose or not. To this day, it's I don't know. Still don't know. But, but boy, yeah. So so then he had to do the radio show um, covered in covered in pizza all over his crotch. Mm-hmm. But my, that's not actually even my favorite story yeah. of the day. My favorite story of the day is actually doing the radio show because when Randy invited, well, well hang on, because sure. yeah, I have to tell you. Not a lot has changed, and we haven't come much further north of the belt. <laughs> Absolutely, with, with Coach still so Manscaping and pizza in the crotch. Yes, these are the takeaways. Absolutely, Randy, you. <laughs> I stay young. <laughs> stay young, but I, I I see the positive influence yes. that you have provided to America's youth. Uh, we we had plans, and Jordan reached out to me a 
I guess a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we have to have you on a show because Jordan is a new dad. A new dad. A new dad. Yeah, we, so we interview all kinds of dads. Yes. And you'll see social media, Jordan is a very young dad. Yes. And a new new dad. New almost dad. fresh out of the box. Yeah. And yeah. So almost. We'll, we'll talk about that. But also, uh, you became an attorney. I did. Uh, of a family full of accountants, though, if I remember correctly. That is correct. You, you uh, went my, against the grain. My brother is a consultant. My sister is a CPA. My dad is now a retired CPA. Yes. Um, and my mom retired with him. They are enjoying their life between Livingston and Boca, and they're loving being grandparents because yes. my sister is also a, oh, a very new mother. Nice. Her um, name was Jessica, right? It, it still is Jessica. Yes, I guess it still is. Uh, and her, her baby boyfriend. I had her in eighth grade in Hebrew school. I taught her. Yes. Yes. Really? You were teaching Hebrew school? Teaching Hebrew school. Uh, oh, yeah. So, when they, when she so was first, I'm, I'm totally flabbergasted that somebody asked Coach Randy to be a professor of sociology <laughs> at, at, at any institution, at any level. The fact that he's teaching anything of a biblical nature is, and now I'm doubly floored. Yes. But, all right, yes. well, I guess the world is unfair. That's right, and then your, your brother, um, Matt. Matt, yes, Matt, Matt he is, came after you, he was president, yes. I stuck with it through him, who was also another great kid. The, your, your parents did an incredible job with all three of you. I like them. Shout like out to, uh, to Mama and Papa Kaplan. Um, so, but you um, decided I, I, to go law. I did. It, it was it was something that was really always going to happen with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Lafayette. I graduated Lafayette in 2010. Mm-hmm. And right before I graduated, I was thinking about really what I wanted to do with my life. And What, I, what kind of degree did you get at Lafayette? Uh, economics and business. Oh, okay. So, so it was sort of in, in the Venn diagram exactly. of, of numbers. So And, it, you know, during my sophomore and junior year, I started to think about what I wanted to do. Uh, I was either going to go into finance or go into law. But fortunately, my sophomore and junior year was 2008. So that decision was kind of made for me. And uh, I decided uh-huh. to pursue law school. Um, I went to Rutgers Newark. I had a wonderful education. I loved going there. Um, yeah. And uh, and right in law school, I started. Uh, I had a summer associate position with Fox Rothschild. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved it, and I got an offer right out of law school, and I've been working there ever since. Wow! Yeah, yeah great local a, firm. Now it's funny. Um, Jordan is dressed in a suit. I actually yes. thought he he came dressed up just to impress you. No, no, to no. you know just see how far he's come. Yes. as far as his sartorial, that's, that's his daily attire. His sartorial this is, choices. This is my yeah. daily and the socks are amazing. Yes. Love the milk and cookies. I went yeah. with the Star Wars motif. Yes. I do love those Star yeah. Wars socks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Millennium Falcon style. Yes. The the thing is, as a lawyer, uh, it's one of the few professions left where you wear a suit and tie to work every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we do have to, in our dress, uh, present a sense of uh, of professionalism was there a moment at some point see there were there are times that you were very concerned like most college kids and coming out you realize you know what everything's gonna be okay I've, I've got this was there a time like that i gotta tell you it was very early on yeah very early on yeah. for me because i went to law school under the perfect circumstances mm-hmm. just everything was perfect for me and it, it, so let me explain. So I graduated undergrad in May of 2010. A week after I graduated, I met the woman who became my wife. Mm. Oh. She was planning on going to law school as well. She was a year behind me in school, but she was still taking the LSATs. She knew she was going to be on the right direction. So right then, and I, I, I knew from the day I met her, I was going to marry her. Um, right then, I knew I had a great support system mm-hmm. for me in my first year of law school, which is by far the hardest year. Now, did she know that she was going to marry you? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, you sound pretty convinced. I was going to marry. I'm curious to know. 
Did she say no? I think so. You think so? I, I think so. Yeah, that came, she was like, you hit it off. We we hit it off right Almost away. Almost immediately. So, so we actually went on a double date with her best friend, Michelle, who's mm-hmm. still one of our closest friends today, and Spiesbeck. Who no kidding. They were wow. dating at the time, Uh-oh. and they wanted couple friends. All right. So oh. Michelle knew that I was going to law school and that my wife, Brooke, was going to be going to law school. So she set us up for that reason alone. Look at and, that. And actually, I could tell you the moment that we clicked. Yes. Um, we were we were at a bowling alley. We were playing twenty questions, and she, uh, I, one of us asked two questions, and the other one got it right away. And the two questions were, "Is it a famous person? And are they dead?" And from that, uh, she guessed Gary Coleman. Hmm. What? Yeah. Really? Because Gary Coleman had died the week before. Oh, ah. okay. All right. So, so it's always at a bowling alley, playing twenty questions. Right. Not much bowling is going. on. <laughs> But I digress. So the reason why law school was <laughs> yes, the perfect. Set. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, he didn't digress. I, being a uh, an obnoxious, you know, adolescent thinking individual, had to ask you if it was the same for her. So please continue. So yes, it was the same for her. Um, so she was supportive, incredibly supportive, and also she's much smarter than me. She was uh, at undergrad at Columbia. Well, clearly, she's much smarter than you because she married you. Yeah, well, clearly. <laughs> she was an undergrad at Columbia, so it allowed me when I would visit her on the weekends, oh, not nice. only to visit her in New York on the weekends. Um, but it would also allow me to study in their library over the weekends. So when she was writing her thesis, I was studying my first year of law school. And then the other perfect element that happened for me was um, I was living at home with my parents in Livingston, which Mm -hmm. was exactly a 12-minute drive to Newark. And with living with my parents, they effectively just gave up the basement and made that my study area. So I had supportive parents who would, you know, make sure that I didn't have to worry about anything else in my life and I could f- just focus on law school. That's great. So it was it was the perfect set of and circumstances. Sock away any cash you might have been making at the time. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was it was really great for me. Mm-hmm. So the point of that is I don't know if anyone else could replicate it, mm-hmm. but it was what I wanted to do and I just went full gung ho. Now, that being said, I have other friends who worked all the way through law school and they did just as well. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're at firms or in-house somewhere as well. So it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I got really, really lucky. Yeah. You think it's luck? Seriously. It's not because of your effort, your energy, that all this was part of some kind of plan you put into motion. That in... My effort and my energy was able to get me to the schools. Mm-hmm. It was the part of me that you know helped me do well on my, great, on my mm-hmm. exams and do all of that. But the luck part is... I mean, what are the chances that I was born to my parents, that I, uh, you know, met my wife at the time that I met her, that I was, uh, let's face it, the the most lucky thing, and I'm going to quote The Office, I was born in the USFA, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot a lot of it is luck. No, you know, no. I, I, I am extraordinarily fortunate to have the support system that I have, mm-hmm. and I know from experience, especially in, in the practice of law, that... Not everyone has what I have, yeah. and I am so fortunate every day. For you work my... hard, though, right? I do. I do. How many hours you put in? How many billable hours? Billable hours. So I think last Your year your boss had... might be listening. So yeah, I know. La- last year I had something like twenty-two or twenty-three hundred billable hours. For now we gotta get up to, to twenty-four hundred. Yeah, no, no, well, no. I've I, used, had I used to do legal recruiting, and if you weren't doing like twenty-four hundred billable hours, they they didn't want to talk to you. Yeah. Regardless of what school you went to. Yeah. The. the... 2,400 billable hours is when you start moving into Manhattan. Yeah. Fortunately, I, I my office is based out of oh, New Jersey. Jersey. Okay, so you have a little bit of a life. A little bit. Well. Yeah. Not much. No, not much. Mm-hmm. But I like the life that I have. Yeah. And, and and your wife, does she work on her own for a law firm as well? She also works for a law firm. She works I'm for sorry, Day Pitney. Brooke. Brooke. Yeah. Yes, Brooke is my wife. Yeah. She, she works for Day Pitney. Uh, she, oh, another good firm. Yeah, yeah. she, she uh, is a 
brilliant person. And she does real estate. She does real estate. And you have no idea what she does. No idea whatsoever what she does. involves real estate. Look, I can litigate a real estate matter. I know when something goes wrong and and what standards are, and Mm -hmm. I can do the research on that. But what she does day to day is a complete mystery to me. And honestly, that's why we have lawyers who specialize in different things. Mm -hmm. I feel like that work, though, Mm -hmm. is, is always consistent, whether the market's up or down. Well... You know, there's 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 always something either to litigate. There's always a contract. Uh, there's multiple kinds of real estate. So yeah, it seems like that's that's a, a beefy practice of law. And so, and so you, you met Brooke right then and there. You know, law school. Um, how did you know that? You know, how did you propose? I'm curious. So, I want to see if you. Yeah. So yeah. so we had lived in Manhattan. So after after my wife graduated uh, undergrad. Um, she moved to she went to Fordham Law School, which mm-hmm. was right by Lincoln Center. So for her first year, she lived in the dorms at Fordham Law School. And then for her second year, we moved into a one-bedroom apartment literally right across the street from her law school. Mm-hmm. So Lincoln Center became mm-hmm. an area that we, we really started to like. Um, after uh, So I graduated um, in 2013, and then I went to start working at Fox Rothschild. We moved mm-hmm. to Jersey City, um, which was awesome. I loved Jersey City. Um, and I knew we were going to get married, so she was not shy about what ring she wanted, so mm-hmm. she was able to tell me, my mom, my sister, we all went, we bought the ring together, um, and I told, over over a series of time, I started telling Brooke that I was doing work with Lincoln Center, uh, Fox Rothschild does a lot mm-hmm. of labor and employment work, I said mm-hmm. we did some work with uh, mm-hmm. one of the unions that performs at Lincoln Center, mm-hmm. and I said I was able to get tickets to La Boheme. La Boheme. Mm-hmm. La Boheme. It's an opera. Well, do you know what um, famous former Broadway show is based on La Boheme? I do. Mm-hmm. There's some trivia for you. Jordan, hit us. Rent. Rent. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was just the song. La Vie Boheme. La Vie Boheme. So that, that's why yeah. I chose Puccini. it. Puccini. Yeah. If you're, you know, cultured. If you're a cultured Italian. I'm not cultured, like so. Well, <laughs> we had a throat culture the other day. It's <laughs> as close as it gets. It's like that too right in the back of Isn't my throat. Isn't that amazing how oh! far back oh! it that we digress and we're back on the rails? <laughs> so, uh, I, I had put this in her mind for a while at, that we, we got tickets to La Boheme um, and we were taking the train up. Uh, it happened to be a snowy night, so I kept trying to convince her, yeah, the, the weather's fine. She kind of caught on a little bit. But when we got to Lincoln Center, we got to the fountain out front. Uh, our, our families were there. We had a photographer there. And I got down and proposed. And the funny thing is, we have videos of it. And I could have, I would have told you that I was on my knee for five minutes telling her how much I love her. I think I was down on my knee for about three seconds. <laughs> she, she said yes right away. We all went out to dinner after. What a relief. We went out to dinner after. And then we met up at a bar with a bunch of our friends. And, wow. and yeah, What a fantastic well, story. Great. He's now, all grown up. Yeah, all grown up and he's all grown up. Who's oh. the big winner? Jordan's the big Absolutely. winner. Swingers. <laughs> You're a dad now? I am a dad you, now. You got a little one? I, I, How old? She is 17 months now. Still living at home? Uh, <laughs> you know, when we can keep her home. You know, we well, have I think she's a smart family, Absolutely. so I, I thought maybe she's, she's on the fast. She's, still, know, she's still on payroll? Yeah, we, we, we watch a lot of ABC, so when the news yeah. comes on and says it's 10 p.m., do you know where your children are? You know, sometimes I got to yeah. Maybe you she's out clubbing. Turn your head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clubbing. So 17 months, I mean, you don't have uh, you know a huge resume well, to work with, but, but what, is she, what is she like? Have you, you started to see what she likes to do? She, well, right now we're big onto Elmo and Minnie Mouse. Oh, God. Oh. So, I mean, these are the oh, luminaries of, of yes. children's television. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, boy. Tickle me Elmo. <laughs> yeah, well, you do oh, the tickle me Elmo very well. You know, I have a bit. Uh, and maybe she'll appreciate this. Well, what if Mickey Mouse was teaching sex education in public school? Would she like this? Oh boy! Today we're gonna learn about the fallopian tubes. 
but this is not about me. This is about, <laughs> right? This is about Elmo. Oh uh, but but you know we we, we watch a lot of Sesame Street in our house, and I gotta tell you that show does some great work because they make it entertaining for parents. <laughs> yeah. They do have a lot of inside jokes right? for parents, but that thing is still going on. Right. Menomina. They're in their fiftieth season, but you know, so so my daughter is is her her name's Eleanor, but we call her Lenny. Um, Lenny, oh name. neat. So and let me tell you the story behind it. We are very fortunate that between my wife and I, uh, when Lenny was born, she had seven of her eight great grandparents still alive. Wow, really? Great yes, grandparents. Great grandparents. Wow. Um, and how many are left now? Uh, six. My grandfather oh. recently passed away. Oh, I'm sorry okay. to hear Thank that. You. He's a but that's I mean, wow, what a wow. blessing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the one who did pass away was my wife's maternal grandfather, who uh, his name was Sheldon, but everyone called him Lenny. Uh, naturally. So we we <laughs> naturally, we, naturally. Well, his his middle name was Leonard. Oh, so okay. um, and that was before the Big Bang Theory. Sheldon Leonard. Ah, yeah. Um, but uh, we wanted to honor him, so we we got the name Lenny and kind of worked back from there and realized Lenny could be short for Eleanor. Yeah. And Eleanor works because once we get up to our great grandparents, there's there's enough people whose name starts with E. Yeah, love how you backed into that. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, he has an attorney after all. Well, he's a yeah. creative guy. You got to so. begin with the end in mind and work your case backwards. That, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And indeed he did. So um, you're a young family. No. Real quick, right? Yeah. So. Okay, I was in the middle of a question, but go ahead, Ray. No, no, you were in the middle. No, 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 no. Okay, fine, I'll take this one. <laughs> so what do you like to do with Lenny and Brooke? We we like to just spend time with her. She's a great kid. Mm-hmm. Um, she She's dramatic, that's for sure. She gets that from... From me, um, but but we no. like we like yeah a little bit. Yeah, but we, we like to go to the park. Yeah. We like to go to the park with her. She she loves going on the swings. She loves going down the slide. Um, she likes uh, she loves our dog Ringo. Um, dog Ringo. Okay. Yep. He's he's a seven year old toy Australian Shepherd. He's on Instagram as Ringo the Toy Aussie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Naturally, he went with the most talented of the Beatles. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. No, and we are big Beatles fans. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, you know, McCartney was in Metuchen. I saw that. Like in front of a bake shop, just yeah. randomly walking. I, I saw that the other day. I oh. I was very close to getting up and driving to Metuchen because I live in Scotch Plains. Oh, you're not far. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, we we are huge Beatles fans. Our, our our wedding song was "I Want to Hold Your Hand," a slow version of it. So we we like to just spend time with her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wh- whether it's going to either of our parents' houses, uh, going to visit our siblings. You know, we we have everyone around this area, mm-hmm. so we, we 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 spend time with um with her great-grandparents. We were fortunate enough to get a lot of pictures with her great-grandparents and her grandparents, and mm-hmm. she gets to spend time with them. And, you know, we just like to introduce her to new things and different things because she seems to be amazed by everything. So it's great. Here, here's the question I have. I mean, come yeah. on. <clears throat> you must have uh, invested a lot of money in your education in, in undergraduate school, law school, right? How many, how many courses and classes did you take on parenting? I'm just curious. Zero. 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 It is. It, this is the biggest piece of advice that I've had to all of my friends who have had kids. Because, is, this, is this dad advice? Well, you can jump into it. This is working in a dad advice. Because you listen to the podcast before. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yes. you know there's dad advice. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. So we'll jump so, into it. So we'll jump so, right we don't, this is a guest we don't have to explain yeah. dad advice <laughs> to. Oh, he's right. a young kid. He's listening. He, so, he comes together with it. So interestingly, despite the fact that I was 30 when I had Lenny, um, I'm probably, I think, one of the first of my friends to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, people are having kids later and later. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest piece of advice that I've been giving to all my friends is no one has any idea what they're doing when they have a kid. 
And knowing that makes a world of difference. You're not supposed to be doing anything right. It's just it's just the most serious game of Tamagotchi that you're ever playing. Tamagotchi. <laughs> wow. There you go. Yeah. Out of the mouth of babe. Reel it back to the last day. Right. Uh, honestly, for for their first like six months or so, they're a sack of potatoes. Yeah. They they they're fun to have. They're fun to look at, but they don't really do much. They they're, do they do a few things. Yeah. They throw uh-huh. up a lot. Yeah. They do a lot of pooping and pissing. Can I tell you, for some reason, I don't know how this happened, but all of that wound up on me. Of My course. wife never got thrown up. Yeah, no, no, because it is the uh, the life lesson that, you know, there's a saying that God would never give you a child that you could not handle, right? So they knew that you could handle puke mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and it's, does it matter to you? You fight right through it. No, I think it's more karma, that fact that she had to give birth and I didn't. Exactly. Uh, um, but, but that's... They always have that over you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I am curious to know. Yeah. There is a book that most young couples read called What to Expect. When You're Expecting. Now, did you read that book? I did not. You did not? No. Did your um, wife read it? She read a lot more than I did. Yeah? Um, so you didn't sit down as a couple and kind of... No. Because I found that most people kind of start off that way and they throw the book out the window because it's... Uh, you know what? Um, I watched Big Daddy. You watched Big Daddy? <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler vehicle. Adam Sandler. You know, it, it, it's interesting. A lot of the books that people gave me were more joke books. On like, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Um, and there was a great book I did get about like, you know, what to expect while your wife is pregnant. Like, hey, do this for her, do this for her. Uh, I didn't follow it. I just did whatever. Now, she did wanted. Brooke have any kind of eating cravings or things like that? Ice, ice, plain ice, uh, or flavored the, ice. The flavored ice. Oh, pops. okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. like ice pops. Like, love the ice pops. So you're like it, but shop right on a regular basis buying ice pops. Yeah. But but I got to tell you, she, I've, I know I've, this is probably going to sound like the Brooke podcast today, but she's an amazing woman. She handled, Oh, give her a shout out, man. She handled everything. Mm-hmm. She was very independent throughout her whole pregnancy. Now, I'll say this. Her pregnancy relative to others was probably considered easy. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she handled everything. She worked at, going into the office up till I think it was two days before she gave birth. She's she handled everything. She would go shopping. She would. I want someone like that. I mean, I, I love my wife, but I think that uh, you've got you got to keep her there. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so you got to keep her there. Yeah. Real it was estate. so easy when you have the next one. But can I tell you something? She's going to listen to this podcast. And I'm going to lose any leverage I possibly have. No, I think you have plenty of leverage. You're giving a lot of karma out there. You're giving a lot of praise, positive vibes. Maybe, but she, you know what? She have the podcast at the ready. Yes. That's so true. when you're in the doghouse, yeah. you just press play. You have it <laughs> queued up to the point where you say, Brooke is an amazing woman. And I think <laughs> all of your problems will be solved. Sure, Adam, whatever. <laughs> well, you know, she, she, she's got an instinct for being a mother. She's, yeah. she's, and how about you? Do you have an instinct for being a father? Well, I definitely have the instinct for dad jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. Give me a dad joke because I'm always looking to collect. You can't, you can't just give a dad joke. Dad jokes are in the moment. Dad no. jokes are... So give me an example of a, of a dad moment you've had. That I've had. Well, she's not Lenny. talking yet, so it's really more puns. Okay, it's oh. puns as to everything she does. I'm I'm waiting for the day where she says, "Dad, I'm hungry," because I want to say, "Hi, hungry, I'm Dad." I'm Dad. Oh, yes. Okay. That, yes, yeah. that's a good one. I've used that one a few at times. At that point, I'm just gonna walk out of the room because I I think I'm done. You drop the mic and you walk away. That or you say, "Just pull my finger." Uh, well, <laughs> but the be- I feel like the best dad jokes are are dad puns. Yes. Yes. Like, um, you know, my dad knew a lot about astronomy. So I went up to him and I said, Dad, Dad, tell me everything you know about a solar eclipse. And he said, no, son. Yeah. Yeah, you like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Randy's still figuring it out, but Jordan, 
That's very a good proud, idea. Very proud of young man. I wasn't laughing at the joke. I was I laughing at how proud of you were. I was. Of that so joke. Yeah, but sometimes that, it's all about the deliverer. That's how a dad joke lands. Yes. A dad joke has to land with the dad being so proud of the joke and everyone waiting at least a second before they get the joke. That's it. Uh, he's, he's, he's been well trained. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the force is strong in him. I tell you, I think this guy's got a bright future. He, he being went right a dad. into dad vice. Mm-hmm. He loves being a dad. Clearly, he's got. He's getting too much sleep. I mean, I. Oh God! I don't, no. I don't think. I don't think Lemmy's keeping you up enough tonight. She's a wonderful sleeper, but I happen to just not get sleep because between being a lawyer and being a dad, there's always something to worry about. Yeah. No. Once you're a dad, there's always something to worry yeah. about. Just you <laughs> it wait. Ne- it never stops. Just you wait. Well, this is very cool. I mean, is, I think I learned a lot more about you, Coach, than nah, I did listen, about Listen, I am so Jordan, proud. But, so proud of you, Jordan. Yeah. It really is. Uh, I love when these blasts from the past come back. Nah, and, he's your dad, and you've accomplished so much, and uh, you're proof, you know, that uh, um, people we, we connect with in our lives and what we do can, uh, you really touched my heart, and it was really hard listening at the very beginning, but I trust me, I, I'm going to wrap that up with a bow and keep it inside my heart, because uh, uh, it meant a lot. Uh, we've had, we go a long way back, and... Uh, Thanks for coming in. It was a special treat. Um, you are a bet to the dead. I think you've earned our keychain. Well, I'm very much looking forward to... Gotta coming. get Brooke one, too. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I'm very much looking forward to coming back and giving you an update when I'm dealing with toddlers. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> no, please do. You know, it's funny. Usually when we interview a guest, they're promoting something mm-hmm. or they have they have some other business. Um, and I could say, you know, hey, what are you looking to promote? Or if we want to learn more about X, where do we go? I, I, I guess if there are listeners out there who have commercial litigation needs yeah. or, or other areas of law. Any business issues. FoxRothschild.com. FoxRothschild.com. You can also find it if you go to FoxRothschild and search for Jordan Kaplan. But don't search for Jordan Kaplan Lawyer because there's about 50 of them in the country and apparently a judge <laughs> in Chicago named Jordan Kaplan. Yeah, I have to imagine. That's a very popular name for, for people in the legal industry. Yeah. Yes. Jordan Kaplan was our guest today. Uh, a thrill to have you and a thrill to learn a little bit more about Coach Randy. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, Instagram, at Bad to the Dad. That's where you can find pictures and all kinds of memes about our beloved podcast. Facebook forward slash Bad to the Dad. And, of course, our website, badtothedad.com, where you can see information about the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. And also pictures of Coach Randy, Adam D., and our guest this week, Jordan Kaplan. And, Coach... I wasn't sure what to expect because I know this is one of these folks that you had mentored. He was in a special part of your life. And, you know, it's too bad we did not do this podcast in front of a live studio audience (laughs) because I was really watching you and seeing how much joy you got out of reminiscing with Jordan and seeing what kind of young man he has become and, and, and a great dad, too. Uh, yeah, no, and we've, uh, we've kept in touch off and on for, I mean, we realized, uh, we knew each other in like, when he was like 15, 16 years old. Mm. Um, and it was really hard. It really was honestly hard listening to what he had. I appreciate it. It does. It was very, very touching. Um, cause I remember how fond I was of him and the kids and, the and Spiesback and Stalin and a few others, um, as well. We're really, uh, uh, it's amazing how kids can impact your life. And you hope mm-hmm. that you hope just somehow you leave some kind of thumbprint on their life in such a way that someday they go back and go, huh, you know, they can appreciate people that came 
relationships. And so it's always, uh, it was weird. It was a little bit too surreal because he still looks like the Jordan Kaplan, you know, post one of the pictures we have when he was in the... But now he's adulting. Yeah, but now he's And he's, he's even adulting. dressed the part. He's, he's in got, the adulting costume. Yes, he's got a ring on his finger. He's got a, a beard on his face. He's got a suit. But he still has that little childish look on his face. Yeah. I remember as a 15-year-old kid, and we did. He, I don't know how it came up. It's just, it, of course, they're teen boys, and I guess that came up in topic. Uh, I thought it was the most bizarre thing ever, uh, just in terms of, like, what are you talking about? Um, and uh, to see him, uh, who he has become, his uh, he's a dad, mm-hmm. uh, makes me feel old. Yeah. There's no doubt, but uh, it's a special treat because we've... Uh, We've wanted to have a new dad on here, and yeah, uh, I, I'm glad that uh, you know we had a young dad on here, and he was the first to kind of come in and talk about what it's like to have a 17 month old. I think he still has too much energy. He's to <laughs> <laughs> clearly clearly getting too much. Yes, sleep. Mil, but too, too much, much sleep. sleep. But yeah. he sounds like he's got this incredible relationship uh, with Brooke, um, and he's clearly has an incredible memory of all the different stories. But yeah. I do remember I did want to talk about those topics. I want to talk about what was on a teen's mind. And they want to talk about video games and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are kids and there are kids. Yes. I, I love the fact that he has such an appreciation for the, the, the great-grandparents. Oh. And, he, and he realizes, wow, this is, this is something that not a lot of people get to enjoy. Oh. Having the grandparents and the great-grandparents around mm-hmm. and having the next generation be around so they can be a, a part of this kid's life. You know, and, and here you hear that... He does have a, a strong connection with family, mm-hmm. and he always has. And I think, um, as we've discovered, that the true markers in a child's life in terms of is having a solid foundation of family. Yeah. And it's not about the things you buy, it's the experiences you have and the places you go. Um, and for him to have both Brooks' family and his family there, you know, at Lincoln Center on the knee, you know, having uh, asking her hand uh, to get married, um, I would imagine as a parent that would be one of the a highlight. Of your life, watching your child say yes, yes, I would, uh-huh. I would love to, and watch your child fall in love uh, would have to be very, very uh, neat and fulfilling. So he's, uh, it's neat. No, uh, I, I would, uh, I would hire him as attorney if I ever needed a commercial real estate. You just, you just uh, might commercial who knows? Uh, I'm sure, so I'm sure we're going to get sued at some point. Down the line. I hope that, I hope that, they, no, not what <laughs> no, I hope. Listen, listen, I don't want to talk about lawsuits. Um, uh, of course, speaking funnies. I'm speaking funnies, but you know, we we actually um, we have a, a shared connection. So you know, I was in marching band in high yes, school, yes. same high school, and he was in marching band, and it's good to hear that some of the same band directors, some of the same teachers around. are still around mm-hmm. doing their thing, so uh, it was great to hear. Next week, we go the art route. Yes. Uh, Brian Convery, yes. who is an artist, goes by the numbed art of Bowie McBooerson, does some very provocative, some really avant-garde art. We'll show you pictures uh, on our social media pages, but Really interesting guy. He does have a corporate job by day, but his passion, his art. I don't think we've had a dad who was an artist on the show. Definitely not an artist like this. Uh, well, each of our dads are unique. Um, They're artists in different ways. But this guy is ways. an artist. Um, I'm looking forward to it. We love artists. We love the creative types. Um, my brother, of course, was was an artist. Yeah, in right? music. So yeah. it'll be another nice week because uh, it's just bad to the dad, right? This is what we do. Please let us know what you think of the show. What you'd like to hear more of, yeah. contact us at badtothedad.com. Again, that's contact us at badtothedad.com. We are Bad to the Dad. Dads, have a great week.